Hello, everybody, and on today's show, we are recapping the Oscars from last night. We're talking all the good things that happened, all the not-so-good things that happened. Sean will sit down and try to figure out what movies were even nominated, and I will try to not be such a huge movie nerd the entire time. All this coming up on the Unemployed Guys podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. Sean just left the table. He literally got up and left during my intro. My name's Luke Chaconis, one half of the Unemployed Guy. As always, joined by the man who just rejoined me at the table. I'm Sean. Hey, Sean Allen Young. How's it going? It's good. Are you feeling the Oscars buzz, the Oscars bug, or are you ready for this thing to be gone? I've been kind of over it since it begun. (laughs) Since I started talking about it? it when yeah. we moved in October. I mean, it's kind of just a bunch of uh, politics anyway. Great. Wonderful. So obviously, uh, we're going to be recapping the Oscars. That's pretty much our big MO with today's episode. It was a pretty interesting night. If you watched the Oscars last evening, uh, if you didn't, you didn't really miss much. There were a couple upsets here and there, and we're going to get into it all. Uh, so first thing I guess I'll start off with is... Let's address the obvious. We kind of talked about it in our last episode. The Oscars this year for the first time in almost 30 years, I want to say maybe since the late 80s, they did not have a host. Let's address that right away. What did you think of them not having a host, Sean? I thought it was was fun. I thought it was fine. I missed uh, some comedic stuff just to keep people entertained. Yeah. Um, But it was fun to see so many faces, I think. Yeah. Um, A couple people I was just excited to see. Um, I think that yeah. for me it was I, I agree I, I echo your thoughts pretty much entirely uh, I'm I didn't really notice anything that was like oh man if we had a host here this would be going better there was just uh, just the overall comedy was missing and to yeah. be fair a lot of times the comedy isn't good because a lot of the times it's based on the writers and who's writing for the host you know right. it could, you can have Billy Crystal and Jimmy Kimmel Whoopi Goldberg all these other greats on stage hosting if the writer's room is no good mm-hmm. it's going to be a long night Right. Uh, for the moments where there was comedy I thought it was good I liked the opening with Amy Poehler Tina Fey Maya Rudolph that was pretty funny it lingered yeah. a little bit for me it started off strong towards the end it kind of weared weared off but overall it was a kind of a good start kind of like all their careers in general <laughs> you you could maybe make that argument yes mm-hmm. yes yes i really enjoyed the mike myers and dana carvey reunion it was fun uh can it i also short. Make, it was short that was that was it was shortened to the point i'll also just say this right here right now and i hope uh i won't offend you too much i've never seen wayne's world oh that's too bad have that you seen it me. okay it's a good one which is funny because my folks just moved to aurora with mm-hmm. paul and it's right it's that's right there that, that's that's where the wayne's world so the comedy overall was just kind of whatever. I think that's where the main thing of a host lacked. I liked the opening. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll kind of get to that in a second. But in just terms of the host, I think it was fine. I don't think it was like, well, this is never going to work. I think it w- it worked, I'd even say. It just, if you're into the comedy and kind of those comedic moments in the banter and everything, this year definitely fell short. But that's a given because, like we said, there's no one hosting. Right. Right. So uh, that was kind of the first elephant would they address and they and kudos to them too they the the girls amy uh tina fey and my rudolph they all came out and said right up top we don't have a host we're not doing the uh, popular oscar category and we will be showing all 24 categories so they kind of right. like <laughs> they almost like took a bullet for the academy in a uh-huh. way they were kind of like yeah uh we know that there was a lot of shit that went down 
we're telling you that we're not going to say we're sorry, but we're going to address it, and then we're going to move on. Right. And I thought that was... And here's Kevin Hart. And here's Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's, like, walking on the set now, like, you know what? I think I'll do it. And it's like, Kevin, it's too late. The show, it, we, Kevin, we, we wrapped 20 minutes ago. One more important thing to note, uh, you know, we'll just get into it, I guess, overall the night, because all the changes they made uh, in terms of trying to shorten the ceremony. <laughs> you tasting that beer in there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we started rolling, Sean said, give me some of that beer, and I poured a little shot size of Mick Ultra into his water. And you can, it's just a little hint. Is it a little aftertaste? No, it's just like, a, it's it tastes like bad water. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I like that. I like that bad water. Uh, so let's get into the actual categories and the winners. We're not going to run through all 24 of them unless we really feel like we need to. Nope. Um, let's wait to do kind of the big six. We'll say those for the end. Out of like all the technical stuff, was there any really big shockers for you to start off with? Because I have a couple on my end. Um, not, no huge shockers, really. Uh, I think the biggest one was just best picture. Yeah. Um. But even then, I still think you can see why. Yeah. I mean, I have I like I I've only seen two of these films, but I don't know. I would say Green Book is better than The Favorite. Yeah. And even Vice. I think yeah. So obviously that but, will get when all the big ones. Green Book took home Best mm-hmm. Picture, which it was kind of a lock between that and Roma. Right. A lot of people were kind of saying they were going to go back and forth. Green Book ended up coming out on top, um, but you know, so that was that was exciting. And again, we have to kind of say with a grain of salt, we haven't seen all these, unfortunately. Yeah. Green and Green Book was the one out of all the ones I wanted to see that I didn't get a chance to see. Right. So there is that. Um, there was. I was confused why Roma didn't actually win if they got Best Director and they won Best uh, basically language. everything yeah. else. Yep. Um, they, so. yep. For everything they were nominated for, they pretty much cinematography. They took home uh, Best Foreign Language. Alfonso Cuaron won for Best Director. So it, it, it cleaned up. But I think with uh, if I'm doing this math correctly, and I'm kind of doing it on the fly, so if I'm wrong, forgive me, because God knows math is not my strong suit. The movie that ended up taking home the most awards at this year's Oscar, Oscars, was Bohemian Rhapsody with four yeah, wins for Best Actor, for Best Film Editing, Best Sound Editing, Editing and Sound Mixing. Four yeah. awards. And then I think behind that was Roma with three, and I believe Black Panther also won three. Yes. Uh, costume Design, Production Design, and Original Score. And again, if I'm missing any of these, forgive me because we're kind of doing math on the fly. And that's you know, just not where I succeed. You know what film has won the most Oscars in one year? There's, it's, a, it's a, it was Return of the King, wasn't it? I don't know. I oh, you're, asking. oh, you're asking me? Yeah. I think the all-time, uh, I know, I think that has the all-time nominations. I want to say with Ben Hur, because we talked about that on the last episode, the all-time winner in one year. I still thought it was Return of the King and Ben Hur, but I could, I could totally be. Mixing something up there. I'm gonna have to look it up. While you look that up, I'm gonna talk a little bit about the one. So one of the categories I really always am into because we talk about a lot when we discuss movies is the writing. Mm -hmm. How the writing is essentially the foundation of the house. The foundation collapses. Adios to the house. Right. Um, So taking home wins this year in original screenplay. In original screenplay was the movie Green Book. And taking home a win in adapted screenplay was Black Klansman. Now, again, we haven't seen Green Book, unfortunately, so I can't speak to that. However, from what I have heard and seen, that the writing in that has been absolutely spectacular from everything I've seen. 
and I again I'm pretty bummed that I didn't get to actually see the movie but yeah. also looking at the movies that were nominated there the only one that I saw out of those five nominated was First Reformed uh, and you hated it yes that's the one you hated Sean is jet lagged I think of all the movie talk <laughs> he had to just remember if the movie I talked the most shit on this year was the one I hated yes 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 uh, but so Again, Green Book wins her original screenplay, and that was big. We can talk about, however, the writing in Black Klansman, because you and I both saw that. Yes. What did you think of that movie winning, and overall, just thoughts on the movie itself? Uh, I enjoyed the film. Um, I think all the actors did extremely well with what they were given. Uh, and Spike Lee always has his own his own shtick, and it seems to work. Yeah. Um, like, we were just talking about, uh, like acting for Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be a pretty pretty cool experience. I think we're, we're kind of saying, like, I think if you work with Spike Lee, it's a matter of... Maybe, and we could be totally wrong, but I just I don't, like, I don't feel like you go on to a Spike Lee set and he's like, yeah, just kind of feel it out, do what you want to do. Maybe he is like that, but I don't think he is. Yeah. No. Uh, and I feel like he wants his vision, and he'll get that vision out of you right. uh, come hell or high water. And I think that's the true mark of a great director. I think so, too. And I think, in general, I was really happy Black Klansman won something. Mm-hmm. Because I, th- although it wasn't in my top ten of the year, I know it was close to an honorable mention and just cracking the top ten. And I really enjoyed it overall. And I thought it was just it was really well done. And the writing was great. I mean, all those those scenes of dialogue between um, uh, John John. John is it John K. Washington or John David John Washington? David. John, David John David Washington. Thank you, Tom. John David Washington and Topher Grace when they're on the yeah. phone, and then mm-hmm. his the re- relationship between those two, and then his relationship with Adam Driver, yeah. and then his relationship with everyone you know who they're doing the protesting. Mm-hmm. I thought it just, all these different kind of worlds that this overall guy has to kind of uh, live live in <laughs> and kind of adapt in, yeah. and I think we can see how well he makes those transformations because of the writing. Right. And I think for that reason alone, Black Klansman was a 100% deserving winner. Also to note on that, Star is Born, and we'll just kind of get this out of the way here, we predicted it for the most part, mm-hmm. only takes home one award, the mm-hmm. song for Shallow. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But like, just just knowing that how talented Lady Gaga is in, in general. What did we think about that performance tonight? Uh, fantastic. It was beautiful. Awesome. It's I, I hey, um, they say it's in the eyes, and when those two look at each other, something's going on. Oh yeah. I heard Lady Gaga broke up with her fiance, uh-huh. and I know Bradley Cooper's got a significant he's, other, but they give each other a, the eyes. He's dating a Russian supermodel. It's in the eyes. Oh yeah. And uh, those the eyes the eyes have it. And guess who also had really nice eyes? I I Cappen. Uh, Bradley Cooper's mother. Are you dating? Huh? No, uh-huh. I'm not dating. Oh. I... Just, just an observation? Yeah. In she... the shower, shallow. She was, uh, was good looking behind those glasses. Anyway, uh, so the, uh, <laughs> the, the three movies that are tied for the most wins at the Oscars. Can I guess them? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, how many, what are the wins? Can, I, can you give me that number? Uh, 11. Okay. There are three movies tied at 11. I'm going to say Return of the King, Ben-Hur, Titanic. Correct. All three? Yep. Uh, do you know what film has been um, nominated, the, nominated most? the most? And But might not have the most wins, just nominated Correct. the most. Um, I'm going to... S- I thought it was it's Return of the King and Ben-Hur, is it not? Mm-mm. What is it? 
No, because the movie Chicago has had more nominations How many? than Lord of the Rings. Wow. Lord of the Rings actually went 11 for 11. The Return, and of, the Return King. of the King. Uh, Chicago. <sighs> That's insane. Chicago and The Fellowship of the Ring both had 13 noms. Wow. Chicago only won six. Hmm. Um, let's see. I'll, you keep talking about whatever you want. I'll find uh, other <laughs> stuff. Some of the best hosting we've ever this done. Is, this is fun for me. You talk, Sean will find the facts. <laughs> uh, and every now and then you can interject, or Tom can interject from the couch. I don't care who interjects, or I'll just talk to myself. I'm having a nice evening. Uh, the Oscars are ending, and we're putting a bow on 2018 movies, and this is how you do it. You so, know, uh, there's been one movie with one nomination and one win, and it was made in 1928, and it's called White Shadows in the South Seas. What Just was that? Can you know. say that again? I kind of I zoned out. <laughs> I, zoned out. <laughs> I zoned out a little bit. I Actually, I don't. I, I don't really next. care about the first and second annual ceremony. Uh, so I'm just gonna keep going. But what was the name of the movie? Oh, uh, White Shadows in the South Seas. And how many nominations? One. Oh. And how lost. many wins? One. Well, one. One for one. Well, you know. Also, Coquette. Okay. In 1928. I'm not hungry, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> So, moving on, we talked writing. Uh, yeah, the music, real quick, we'll get into. Shallow Winds, we kind of mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Obviously deserving. I'll say it again. I, I listened. We heard all those songs, except the Black Panther song, which I've heard that all the stars before, once they showed right. it again. Right. I had no idea that song was for Black Panther. I, I thought, if you would have said, what year did that song come out? I probably would have said, like, summer 2015. <laughs> I, I would have had no idea. Uh, but yeah, Shallow ran away with that. I, they, the, I don't know why they picked that song for Mary Poppins Returns. It wasn't even uh-huh. the best song out of that movie, just my opinion. Uh, so yeah, moving away from song and into score, this is one I had wrong, uh, which I changed. I originally had Black Klansman, then changed it to If Beale Street Could Talk. However, the winner mm-hmm. on that was Black Panther, right? which the music in that movie was spectacular. Yeah, it was. I think overall, we'll just say we're all over the place today, so just keep up with us if you can. We're getting tired. It's late. But I think it's so funny with Black Panther. We said it off the top when the show started. Mm-hmm. That movie came out so long ago, it, it feels like. Because it came out like a year ago. It feels like... No. No, that's not that's not true. It probably came out five years ago. Right? that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. My goodness. It came out a year ago, but it's still wrecking it. I watched so. that on a plane... On the way to Denmark. Wow. Yeah. That's where I saw it first. <laughs> I saw it with my brother in like February, right when it came out. I think we even went opening night and I ran into my old drama teacher. My old, my, my, uh, what's the word? The guy who, um, I, uh, dramaturgy? No, uh, I can't, like, not a protege, not my, he, like, he teaches you. He was my... He was your master class. Essentially, I he just was... can't think of the word. God damn it. I'm so fucking you, frazzled you, right now. You were his protege. Essentially, but, I don't know, I can't think of it. The guy who, like, He's... preps you and teaches you everything. There's, yes, like, a fancy word you use Yeah, you're prepper. Whatever, I don't even want to talk about it. He was, he was a big part of my acting. Your trainer. Role. Great, wonderful, good dude. Um, but anyways, I can't think of the fucking word. I'm my god, this is all. All right, <laughs> all right. What are the movies with the most nominations? With fourteen. There's multiple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Just give them to me. No, no, no. You have to guess. Um, one you've already said. Or I'll say uh, Return of no. the King. Ben Hur. Mm-hmm. Titanic. Mm-hmm. That's fourteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fourteen noms. Okay. And another favorite of yours. Armageddon? No. Oh. What? <laughs> Avatar? No. One of your favorite, favorite movies. 
La La Land. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Also, that, that was a big deal when it got In that. 1950, there was a movie called All About Eve. Oh, yeah. We watched that in film class, I'm pretty sure. Did we? I think we did. I don't know. I know we watched Double Indemnity. And we watched What's Up, Duck. And Duck, duck Soup. Soup. Okay. Thank you. That was a nice stroll down memory lane. Uh, moving on from there, and just trying to get back on track and talk about this year's show, the one I think I was most upset about was visual effects. Now... I saw most of the visual effects movies, and I saw oh, a good chunk of yeah. First Man, and by good chunk, I mean the last 45 minutes, which I hear is the most important part and the most visually stunning part, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I'm going to say this, though. It ain't better than Infinity War or Ready Player One. No chance in hell. Or even Black Panther. It, I would agree with that as well. So, 100%. I, I, don't, I don't understand that. I, yeah, I, 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 Anthony watched the show with us tonight. And he made a good point saying, out of those five, it's the most, like, oscar Beatty yeah, types of movie. Which is bullshit in and of itself, and I get that, but I will 100% disagree. I do not think First Man should have won visual effects. That should have gone to Avengers and or Christopher... I mean... Christopher Robin! Christopher Robin! Uh, or Ready Player One. I mean, Ready Player One, they're in, like, a different fucking universe mm -hmm. for, like, half the time. You know, I know technically in... First man, they leave the Earth. Yeah. But technically, I left the Earth once. You know where I went? Where? Uranus. You're so fat, you got moons around Uranus. You're so fat, when you wear a yellow raincoat, people go, taxi! Okay, I've heard that one before. Oh, really? Yeah. When did you hear that one? Back in the 60s when you went to school, you old man? No, it was during Yo Mama. <laughs> With Wilmer <laughs> With Valderrama? Yo Mama! <laughs> <laughs> Your mama. There was always uh, I there was I remember there was always there was this one guy on that show one time, and he was like this he was the token white guy, and he always would wear a suit, and his mama jokes were never like super edgy or like clever or like rhythmic in any way. <laughs> his would always just be like, "Your mother is a whore." Yes, yeah. you're so fat, you weigh eight hundred two pounds, something like that. Except even that was too clever for me. <laughs> I remember when them went like Hickory Dickory Duck. Your mom's a dirty whore. And so, yo mama. Bring it back, Wilmer. We want it. Host at the Oscars next year. Get that show back on the road. Oh, I, I would actually like to see a That 70s Show reunion. Yep. Like, it's just called That 2000s Show. That 2020 Show. That 2020 Show. Yeah. And then just, but they're still living in the 70s. They're still, they're still they, haven't, they haven't they come haven't to up. the grips yet with yeah. everything. And red is just old and <laughs> He's dead. Still old and yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, that was my opinion on visual effects. Then you know we said already, Black Panther wins costume design, production design. Vice wins makeup and hairstyling, which I believe that was Vice's only win on the evening. Mm. So that's interesting to note. Sound mixing again. Bohemian Rhapsody takes that. Bohemian Rhapsody takes sound editing. It takes film editing. Those three big technical awards really cleaned up, and mm -hmm. rightfully so. Yeah. I thought especially all that stuff at the end with the Live Aid concert really put right. it over the top, and that's how it got those wins. It's, you know, I'll say this. I know Anthony was kind of a little bit peeved throughout, and I know people have kind of said whatever about Bohemian Rhapsody and the movie had controversy you know, behind the camera because of Brian Singer and the movie on Rotten Tomatoes only has like a 61%, yada, yada, yada. And from the beginning with Sasha Baron, Sasha Baron Cohen. Like it, was, it was an uphill battle. Mm -hmm. uh, and although I was not pulling for it for Best Picture, I was definitely on the A Star is Born train. 
it was it still was in my top ten of the year. Like I yeah. love Bohemian Rhapsody. It was one of the most fun times I had at the movies this past year. Mm-hmm. So I'm very glad it got the praise it got tonight, especially Rami Malek. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I was pulling for Bradley Cooper, but if he couldn't have won, I'm glad it went to Rami. Right. Just because I mean I thought he totally embodied Freddie Mercury. Yeah. So just that's kind of a small tangent there. But let's get into the big six. Uh, so you know, let's start again with uh, actor in a leading role. Like mm-hmm. I just said, Rami Malek wins. You had not, and you haven't seen any of those, correct? Uh, no, okay. the only movies I've seen are Black Panther, Black Klansman. For like the best pictures, those are the only two you've seen, and then some of the smaller stuff with like technical and yeah, whatnot. okay, I mean, yeah, and Infinity War. Next year we're gonna have to put you through the ropes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make you sit down. No more of this video games. You're going to come with me. Well, that's fine. You're going to sit down. I'll do it. You're going to behave. Okay. Are you hear me? I'll do it. We'll talk about this after. No. We can talk about it now. <laughs> I don't know. I'll do it. I'm <laughs> telling you. I'll do it. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um, <sighs> I need a new host. What was that? I'm sorry. Huh? Who came? I really Yo like the movie. <laughs> I really like the movie Shoplifters. <laughs> Yo mama. <laughs> Speaking of shoplifters, how is your mother doing? She's, she's okay. She's home. She, she, she won't be going back to school till uh, Wednesday. Though. God bless her. We uh, send her she's love. Good. We send her love. Good, good, good. Um, okay, so yes. Again, Rami Malek takes home Best Actor. Not really surprised there. It was a two-way race between him and Christian Bale. I think it was a flip of the coin, but I think Rami Malek really had, just, he had the momentum going mm-hmm. for him. Really interesting to know. I know we're kind of bringing it back to Bohemian Rhapsody a bunch, but then again, it won the most awards tonight. So why most won the most awards mm-hmm. tonight? Excuse me. No one once mentioned Brian Singer. He no. was he was like he was he was like the plague. Everyone avoided him. Don't even mention him. Yeah. Don't even say the name Brian. Like we'd like to thank Br- Ryan Gosling. R- R- we like to thank. We Bob. loved your movie, loved, First Man. First Man. It was, it was terrific. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Rami Malek wins. And I had that one, so I'm I'm good there. And then we'll go to again one I can't really speak too much on. Uh, actress in a supporting role went to Regina King mm-hmm. for if Beale Street could talk. Yes. Why can't I see the other nominee? Where am I? Where am I going right here? Why can't I see the nominees? I'm, my God, it was right in front of me. Uh, yeah, Re- Regina King wins. I thought that was interesting, mm-hmm. and I was kind of predicted, so nothing with a huge surprise there. Congrats! No. Congrats! Congratulations! Uh, moving on from that to we'll go I guess to oh Mahershala Lee wins for best supporting actor same thing kind of as Regina King He's not great. a surprise no for him uh, two best supporting actor wins in the past three years so yeah. I have not it's seen kind of... Green Book like I've said a bajillion times I have seen Moonlight though the movie he first won for right. and he was awesome in that so I cannot wait to see Green Book and see how he does in this one and uh, Vigio Mortenstein yeah uh, I feel bad for him He's one of the he's one of those actors that I just want to keep seeing in movies, but it's I think he I think he like only gets his claws into things he actually believes in. Yeah, and that's cool too. I what I loved about him a lot of people like I, I noticed with him and Lady Gaga, Regina King, uh, Bradley Cooper, a lot of these people they just and it could be you know oh the camera's on me I got to smile now, but even when. It was, you know, for some guy who's winning best documentary short subject. Mm-hmm. They're just they look so engaged and happy for their like, yeah. their fellow, you know, artists. And I right. think that's really awesome because, you know, yeah. Does anyone really know who did what for short film live action compared to best director or best picture? No. no. But I think it's cool that everyone gives them that respect of hey, this is your time. Cause they all they all went on the same right. road. We're on that road right now. It's right. a long fucking winding road of a lot of ups and downs and success and failure. Mm-hmm. So I really always give a lot of props to people, you know, like Lady Gaga and Mahershala Ali, Viggo Mortensen, 
who like just when their fellow um, you know people in that space were up there having their moment they just looked super engaged mm-hmm. and like smiling and looked yeah. really I thought that was really it's really classy yeah. so kudos to them and then uh, also like people like Lady Gaga that are just like they feel like such humble human beings yeah. when they're accepting yeah. or like just talking with people. It's just nice to see people that are uh, decent. You know, I'll say this about Lady Gaga. I have had a complete 180. On um, her in general? On her because she first came out with all the crazy wearing, you know, milk cartons and dry grapefruits or whatever i don't know what she was wearing Got her local jellyfish yeah i don't, I don't know she was she was on a different planet meats. and she was an easy easy person to just kind of target and, oh, yeah. and make fun of and then the first time i actually kind of had a change of heart with her was at the oscars it was mm-hmm. i don't know when it was and it was like probably six seven years ago maybe mm-hmm. she sang a version of somewhere over the rainbow and it was really good oh, yeah. and she was just super calm and mm-hmm. relaxed she looked beautiful and that was kind of the first time i had a flip with her and then a couple years later she was nominated for a song called If It Happens to You, and it was all about um, sexual assault survivors right. and rape survivors, and it was such like an emotionally powerful song. And mm-hmm. she, Of course, she just sings the shit out of it because she's you know, the best. Yeah. And she lost. She lost that year to the Sam Smith song for... Um, James Bond? The James Bond movie. I think that was the year for Spectre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Spectre. And... Yeah, I you know so it was just kind of like wow how did she lose that and then she does a Stars Born she kills it I've done a complete one eighty and I will I will say these three words I was wrong she's mm. awesome she's spectacular so mm. I've always liked her yeah I I will I she's was always wrong. been her own person yep good for you for good for you for uh, for spotting talent thank you You're, I I do have a good eye I know it I wish everybody else would know it I I Captain anywho it's the second time he's I know it's, I'm I'm a pirate yarg. Cast me in Pirate 6, please. Ooh. I like Pirates, too. Bum, 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 bum. Let's get into these final four, and then I just kind of have some overall notes for the evening, and then, you know, hey, we can wrap this up. So let's keep on partying, big guy. Also, real quick, before we get into the big, the remaining four, animated film, Spider-Verse wins. Yeah. No really surprise there. Um, Everyone, I have to see that. That was one I think, I remember saying, like, in December, that and Aquaman, Bumblebee, I was kind of like, I'm not going to see those in theater, but I know at some point I will check them out yes. on Redbox. Yes. And, you know, once those right. movies come out in same, the next month or so. Yeah, same with Incredibles 2. Yeah. Um, Have you not seen Incredibles 2? No. Okay, yeah, it's at Redbox now. No. Definitely uh, check that out. I didn't see uh, Ralph, Wreck-It Ralph, the, the first, first one. one. It's okay. Um, it's all right. I don't know if I'll ever yeah. take the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. you there. It's not um, right up my alley, but it's okay. I uh, really want to see Vice. Yep. Vice is on my list, but I would love to sit in the living room and watch it. Yes, like it's I. When when it comes to red like that Green Book, the favorite now for me is one mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to put at the top of my list. Yeah, those are ones I really. I also really want to see if Beale Street could talk because that's from the guy who did Moonlight, Same. Barry Jenkins, yeah. and that looks really awesome. So okay, let's move away from that and let's get into the big four. The winner of Best Director was Alfonso Cuarón for Roma. Yep. Again, not a huge surprise there. He was no. kind of the favorite to win. Yeah. And and he took I everything like else. Yeah, so. and he, yeah. He and he I, all his speeches again, kind of just concise, short, to the point. He seemed very grateful to be there. He hadn't been there in about five years. The last he won for uh, Gravity, Best Director oh, yeah. for Gravity, yeah. and what came out 2013. So the Oscars would have been 2014. But yeah, so that's the last time he was at the Oscars. So it's been a little bit. Mm-hmm. And again, I haven't seen Roma. I'll 
I gotta say, I don't know if I ever will. It just, it doesn't. It's not a movie that particularly interests me. Yeah. I don't do great with uh, that those types of movies and foreign language, black and white. However, I'm gonna maybe give it a try. Third time's a charm. I've I've started it two times and just haven't been able to get through it. But I'm gonna keep on trying until I till I do it. There's always that one movie in these best the best picture category mm-hmm. that you're like, mm, yeah. I'm sure it's phenomenal. Yeah. I don't wanna. Yeah, <laughs> I, I completely agree. I'm going to keep trying, uh, but yeah, we'll see how that all shapes up. So yeah, Alfonso Coron wins for Roma. Then that brings us to, well, really, we already talked about Rami Malek uh, for, for Best Actor. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to, in my opinion, I don't know if I'd call it an upset, but the biggest shock of the night was Olivia Coleman beating Glenn Close uh, for Best Actress in a leading role. And of course, Olivia Coleman wins for The Favorite, a movie we have not seen. Right. Anthony saw it and he said it was very wacky and he enjoyed it for the most part but yeah that was definitely kind of a surprise uh, Glenn Close is really kind of cleaning house yeah. so to speak prior to this so I, I definitely had her I thought she was a for sure lock yeah, I mean, and that just kind of goes to show she's been around for so long I think this was like her seventh nomination yeah. I, I said so yeah, she's, she's it's insane else. and it's funny so I watched I watched The Wife the other night uh-huh. I, went, I rented it and it was okay I thought she was good in it. Uh-huh. Uh, had she won, I'd been like, yeah, you know, she's she's deserving. Uh, I, again, I was pulling for Lady Gaga. I was right. I was heavy heavily on the A Star Is Born train, but so yeah, that. But I'll be honest though, with Olivia Coleman winning for the favorite, it now interests me to see that movie more than I mm. previously was at. Right. The guy who directed it was also directed for or nominated for best director Yorgos uh, Lanthimos. For the favorite, he's the guy who did The Lobster and Killing of a Sacred Deer, which are two really fucking batshit movies uh, Colin Farrell was in. Uh, oh. <laughs> <so> <laughs> oh. I was legally uh, contracted to see it. You right. gotta, you gotta, you gotta rep your favorites. You gotta yeah, yeah. Play the hot hand. Uh, so I go to Vegas. So they were good, or The Lobster, I enjoyed the first two thirds of it. Mm-hmm. The ending gets a little wonky for me, and I kind of was whatever. Killing of a Sacred Deer was actually my favorite of the two. It's really dark and kind of depressing, but I found myself, for the most part, engaged overall. Slow at times, but I ended watching it, and I was like, that was pretty good. Yeah. And I liked it more than The Lobster. So for that, in my eyes, he, he's two for two, this guy. Um, they're not movies I'm popping in every weekend to watch, yeah, but right. I definitely am interested to see The Favorite, and I'm, I'm curious to uh, give, it a, give it a go once it comes out. Mm-hmm. So I'll definitely check it out. And then that brings us to Best Picture. And... If you've been following the big races this year, if you watch Golden Globes, if you watch the SAGs, Critics' Choice, BAFTAs, all that stuff, pretty much it was a two-way race for most of the awards season between Green Book and Roma. And the winner of this year's Best Picture Oscar was Green Book. A Star Book. is Born. Nice. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Huh? I thought it was Gotti. Oh, no. That's what I chose. No. Oh. Even though I haven't seen him. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was Green Book, wasn't it? Was it was Green Book. That's good. I just, I'm very excited to see that movie. I can't say much more about it. I feel kind of like a fraud, honestly. I'm not going to lie right now. I love watching movies so much. This past year, I watched more movies than I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And the movie that wins Best Picture, I didn't see. So, shows you how much of a fan I am, I guess. Stupid sack of shit, Luke. That's okay. But At least you've seen movies. It's true. It's true. But we're going to get you there next year. Next year, we're going to be here again. We're going to be talking, and we're going to be going back and forth like we're Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless. Ooh. Who do you want to be? I want to be Stephen A. Smith. I want to be Stephen A. Okay. My Stephen A. I want to be Stephen A. Stephen A. <laughs> is always yelling about like the most mundane things, and somehow Tony Romo always gets brought into the conversation. 
Tony Romo cannot start in the NFL. It's all or Kwame Brown or uh, LeBron or or LeBron or whenever he's talking about like college football. And he Des Bryant him. cannot start over LeBron James. <laughs> that's my uh, that's my that's my Stephen A. That's that's it's, a good Stephen A. Because it makes sense. Because it, it, it makes it's, no it's sense. It's yelling. It's yelling nonsense. That's it's essentially also, the. It's also a lot of fun when he says, you know, somebody's name is he's been he's been playing really well this year, and then his co-host is always just like, he 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 got traded. He passed two away, Stephen. Three years ago, he <laughs> passed away. You need to update your roster. So, those are the overall winners. I took some notes throughout the show that I was talking about with Sean and Anthony and Tom. Just kind of a little bit. I thought I would bring them up now. Sean and I could talk about them for a bit, and then we'll skedaddle on out here. But, yeah, those are all your winners. Again, we didn't go through them all, but uh, I will say this real quick. We kept track of who won this year, and yours truly, the guy who didn't see the best picture, I won. You did? I got 19 out of 24 correct. No, you did some research, right? The only So the only thing I can honestly say that I, I researched was while listening to Collider Live, mm-hmm. uh, they gave me, they were talking about it you know, throughout the week as the, the show got closer and closer, and they made, I changed my makeup and hairstyling from, originally I had Mary Queen of Scots and I changed it to Vice, and Vice won. But I changed right. it earlier in the week, so right. my, my, my picks were locked in by 6 o'clock tonight, so it was all, it was all legitimate. Yeah. I mean, my picks were locked in at about 6.45, only because I just started checkmarking things. Good for you. And yeah. you actually didn't do too bad. What'd you get? I I mean, I went about 48%. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> I think, I don't know what Anthony got, but I, I went... Like 13 out of 24. 13 out of 24? Yeah. Well, oh, and I went 11 out of 24. Okay, well, that's all right. I'm happy about you. I think Anthony's beat me the past two years, so it was nice to stick it to him tonight. Yeah, well, and also, just for some personal accomplishments, my previous record, I got 18 out of 24, right? So it's a new record. I beat my new record. So I just... I, I The last two, actually, Olivia Coleman winning and Green Book winning, because I had Glenn Close and Roma winning. Um, had I got one of those, I could have cracked the 20s, and that would have been nice. But... To each their own. Something to strive for for next oh, year. So. Yeah, so we hit that 20 mark next year. That's the goal. So, all right. And perfect the year after. Bada bing, bada boom. Okay, so I just took a couple of notes real quick about the show overall. Some ideas, some advice for next year. This is what I got first. So, I like the opening this year. Again, we said at the I top. Agree. Uh, I Did I miss the comedy? Did I miss a comedian coming out or someone from a comedy background coming out and light, you know, lighting the crowd up? Yes, but I thought for what they did bringing Queen out. I thought it was good. I would say this. I would have liked one more song and I would have gotten rid of We yeah. Will Rock You. I like We Are the Champions. I was I was okay with them. With they should have done another, a different song. Yeah, I don't I'm know okay what... starting with that but then like end on, like, on a good song. I, well, I would have... I would have... I think ending on We Are the Champions is okay. Uh, I would have liked... I think Bohemian Rhapsody, I think you play that because it's... I know, I know it's hard to because it's so long and different. Yeah. But, I mean, do some sort of medley with it. I mean, for God's sakes, your movie is called Bohemian Rhapsody, or, and it's nominated for a bunch of awards. Or, in that case, bring out uh, Dana Carvey and Mike Myers Something and like that. make them headbang during it. Really interesting, That's too, fun. though. Rami Malek did not perform, which is kind <laughs> of interesting. They had Adam Lambert, who I know toured with Queen. Yeah, Yes, he um, is touring, yeah. But, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. So, I, of course, am... Uh, bias and would have loved for them to have played Don't Stop Me Now, mm-hmm. but to each their own. Speaking of Don't Stop Me Now, at some point throughout the show, there was a commercial break, and they did an American Idol cover of Don't Stop Me Now, and it was dog shit. It was. It was horrible. They tried to be uh, the like live-action um, 
uh, shows. It, it reminded me of like them wanting to be Glee. Yeah. And you know why Glee's not on the air anymore? Because people got <laughs> tired of it. And you know what happened when I listened to that stupid ass cover by those American Idol kids? I got tired of it. Yeah. And what did you do? I drank a beer. Yeah. And that's what makes people it. do. Yeah, that was awful. That uh, that I haven't watched American Idol since uh, Pants on the Ground. And I will not watch Pants on the Ground or American Idol ever again because that cover was so bad. I'll um, never say never again, but it was it was well, bad. I, li- I like the first like two weeks because it's all people failing. Yeah, well, that's fun. It me. was whoever if those people are the contestants on this season, like if they make it to the final sixteen or whatever it is, the final four, who knows? God, God bless the future because that was bad. I thought American Idol was over. I thought it was too, but then ABC good. resurrected it, and the rest is history. Ryan Seacrest is still alive. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. All right. Um, kind of bringing it back to the opening real quick. Love, and I kind of got it gets lost in the shuffle. I know because of how long the show runs. The opening montage mm-hmm. of 2019 movies. I always like those. They're yeah, always yeah. really well done. Yeah. This year was no exception. I thought they handled that really well. They always handle the in memoriam really well. Yeah. That is what the this night really succeeds at are mm-hmm. those montages and those really nice and genuine moments. Yeah. And moments that kind of make you lose this sense of competition and all these political ad campaigns and all that bullshit and they just kind of make you sit back and go ah this is why we're here in the first place because we all love movies so as a big movie nerd i give two thumbs up to the academy for that they got that right um there was only i think i counted three political uh jokes jokes or yeah and it could have been it could honestly it could have been a lot worse it It could have been a lot worse uh I know people are going to take their shots. That's that's up to everyone's own prerogative. For me, I'm just so tired of it. At both sides, it doesn't matter which side you're on. It just it's tiresome. Uh, that's just my it's opinion. All, there, it's all like get along. We don't even have to get along. Just I don't need to always no, hear your agenda we have to every love each three seconds. We do need to love each other. I agree with that. I just yeah yeah. The, you know how it's like I don't need to constantly shout how I think Pirates of the Caribbean is the greatest franchise ever. People don't need to shout to me like right. which way I should. Like ride on the political spectrum. That I think that's a pretty fair comparison. It's yeah, very fair. And it's exactly the same thing if you think about it. It is. It We're is. all pirates, in the but Caribbean. you still do it. What? You still not let me what? know. Oh well, I mean, I'm not gonna. I have to report. Colin Farrell sucks. Okay, you don't know shit about boxing. HBO should fire your ass. Huh? Boxing? Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> I'm Larry Merchant. You're Floyd. Uh, yeah, yeah. Floyd Mayweather, Larry Merchant. Huh? Whatever. Yeah. Who am I? I'm Money Mayweather. You would be. That means I just win. No, you would be Larry Merchant in the in the quote I just did. I would be Floyd Mayweather. Okay, well, how you Larry, said it was wrong. Then. Yeah, I did. I did say <laughs> it wrong. Thank you for uh, the the one time the co-host finally gets me some banter. He calls me out on the the, the error. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're always keeping me honest. The Colin Farrell, <laughs> son of a bitch. All uh, right. The one other thing, the other two things I want to talk mm-hmm. about. Uh, Samuel Jackson and Brie Larson came on stage. Yeah. And. We said this, and I actually 100% agree with this. They're a minute and a half of just banter mm-hmm. and in laughing and having fun is the best promo and marketing for Captain Marvel I've seen yet. Better than every single trailer, better than every single TV spot, every YouTube ad, yep. Super Bowl commercial, whatever it may be. Marvel wasted millions of dollars on that <laughs> shit. They just should have shown the minute and a half of those two riffing on stage before they announced whatever awards they announced. Yep. Because that was like, okay, if this is the rep, you know, kind of the rapport they can have, just you know, at the Oscars, I'll see a two-hour movie with them. That was a lot of fun. So, also, Brie Larson is something else. She's a she's a she's a smoke show, and that's Sam Jackson. 
And that's Sam Jackson. That's Sam Jackson. I would lick me some Sam Jackson. He doesn't like snakes, especially if they're on planes. No. He also doesn't like the dark side. Mm-mm. Uh, he does not. He's too dangerous to be kept alive. <laughs> Anywho, shout out to Mace Windu. My final kind of note, and this is my this is my one overall complaint of the night. My biggest complaint and gripe I have. The show's long. I know they tried to make some adjustments tonight to make yeah. it longer, or to make it to make it longer, <laughs> which <laughs> they, they succeeded. They succeeded <laughs> uh, to make it shorter, which they failed in that aspect because I think the show ended a little bit after ten fifteen. It was yeah. supposed to run from seven to ten. It's a long show. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll ever fully be able to get it under three hours. I just don't. If if they keep if they keep doing the musical performances, mm-hmm. they don't put any of the awards during commercials, which they shouldn't. Right. It's never going to go under three hours. So either just say uh, our show's going to be about three to three and a half hours long, and if you want to watch it, great. If not, that's mm-hmm. okay. Fine, go that route. Or here's my one suggestion I would make, and maybe you would save a couple minutes here. When tonight there were eight pictures nominated for best picture eight films for best picture you can nominate up to 10 but this year there was only eight every film that was nominated someone or multiple people came out and introduced it like they usually do Mm -hmm. they they do a little spiel give you like a brief synopsis of the movie they show like a 30 second package Mm -hmm. they move on they did that eight times tonight Mm -hmm. there is no reason why that should have been done there's eight films people should have come out they should have gone two at a time Go two, four, six, eight, boom, done. Saves you half. Easy. Super easy. Why that was not thought of, I do not know. And I feel like in the past I've seen that. Like when there has been maybe 10 movies nominated, they've mm-hmm. gone that route. That should be how it is every year. Or honestly, bring out four actors from four of the movies that are represented. Mm-hmm. Do it in the, the beginning of the show. Bring out four actors from the other four movies that are nominated. Do it at towards the middle to the, end, the, middle of the show. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, you know, Bring them all back out and say, and again, here are the movies nominated for Best Picture or whatever. Don't yeah. do that. We don't need eight different segments dedicated to the Best Picture movies. We just don't. We do not at all. And I think there's even a part of me that just says, say it up top. Say it maybe one time up top or say it uh, in the middle or say mm-hmm. it towards the end. There's no need at all for these segments to be drawn out as long as they were. Yeah, or, or just get rid of uh, half of the people in the uh, in memoriam and don't let them die <laughs> keep them alive yeah keep people alive I like and we idea. won't have that issue I like that idea I think it works although the in memoriam was really good it was really good and the music again, I always love the live music also again so. that that is this is why I love the Oscars and I'll admit it because I said on, on the Friday show I was not excited for this year but like Today, when I knew it was going to be tonight, we were going to get together. We mm-hmm. had the ballots and everything. It gets a little competitive, and then you get this. You're always, you know, we always think we know who's going to win, but there's always some surprises. Yeah, that's why I love it. And being an actor for me, it's like you know, again, we kind of talk about this, what is your definition of like your Super Bowl if you're an actor? But in my opinion, this would be one of them. Yeah, if not the Super Bowl. So you know, as an aspiring actor, it gives you something to look towards. To no yeah, doubt, it does. so it's a. It's a- it's a positive reinforcement that people it are succeeding. In and I will craft. say this again. Yeah. I know they had a lot of shit on, on them going into tonight, and I did not think it was bad. I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it could have been better. I would have liked more comedy. I would have liked the best picture segments to be shorted, uh, shortened down. But beyond that, those are my only two complaints, really. And one of those complaints is due in part because there was not a host. So 
you know, maybe better luck next year and hopefully they can get, <laughs> hopefully they can get someone because, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. I hope nice. they don't. I hope it goes on, like, for years where nobody wants to do it You anymore. know what I was thinking at one point in time? I was like, there was so much stank about there not being a host. And then, like, halfway through the show, I was like, I, I asked myself, like, who's hosting again this year? I, I, and I was like, oh, I forgot there was no host. There's and I haven't really noticed, other than the opening, when yeah. they mentioned it. Like, you know, if they did it again, I wouldn't say it's the worst thing in the world. I just would like a little bit more comedy. Or, you know, what you could even do to get not doing the hosting. Mm-hmm. Just get maybe some more... Uh, presenters who are funny. That's all. That, that's you know? fair. I mean, try that. I don't. I don't. I don't need everyone to come out and be giving me their tight five and stand up. I'm not saying. Well, that. Well, it was also weird because they know. were adding. I mean, they added a drummer, drummer, guitar player from uh, Rage Against the Machine. That guy was good. He spoke. He yeah, spoke he very great. eloquently, and I said, "Let this guy host. He's, then, he's on it." Yeah. What's his name? Tom Morello. Tom, Tom Morello. Morello. Okay. And also, they brought out some chef. Who? Emerald. It was bam. Not, it was not Emerald, and he bam. did not say bam. Boom! <laughs> Whoa! It was some 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 French chef, uh, and I don't I don't know why he was there. Oh, it was uh, Linguini from Ratatouille. <laughs> Anywho, it was Chef Boyardee. Chef Boyardee, absolutely, it was Chef Boyardee. So that's it. That's our that's our Oscars recap. This is the final stamp on 2018 movies. Oh. Wow, yeah. it was it was a long ride. Sean was a very uh, patient <laughs> co-host during these past couple weeks because here I am geeking out about Oscars and all that stuff, and he can just give two shits. So I said on Friday it should be Sean's show where Sean takes the reins and I ride with him. Um, he's got this crazed look in his eye right now. <laughs> it's like so Jack Nicholson in The Shining. So if I just kick you off the show, if that's what you feel you need to do. Oh boy, this I'd, is gonna be fun. I'd be a little bit. Uh, hurt and I feel like we need to have a conversation for real off the air but you know them's the ropes for Sean's day so we'll see if that happens who knows uh, yeah uh, we'll see if it happens we'll see if it happens if, I, if he even makes it to Friday after that comment I might I might take care of him so alrighty that's it thank you everybody for listening thank you Sean mm. for putting up with everything I like I love movies I know you do um I I'm very I love my movies yeah so it's really hard for me to like sit down and like watch new movies and these new stuff. But you're getting better. I'm getting better. You are getting better. I think I th- I like to think that although yes, I know I I play my favorites and I've got my ones I like yeah. that you're not big on. I do like to think I can sometimes put that to the side and be like this is I think you're into this. Yeah. I think you'd be into this this well, like it, like in Bruges. Yeah. I know I I love that movie mm-hmm. and I know I would like I would love three billboards. Yeah, I know. I and I would love Vice. I would love Green Book. Yeah, uh, I would love Bohemian. Yep, um, and I probably love Stars Born. The other thing with you that we're different on definitely with movies is I have no pro- like where you have no problem sitting in front of the computer on the couch playing video games for mm-hmm. six hours, seven hours a day. I can't do that right. after a game of Mario Party. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm good for about a week. Me on the other hand, I can say I'm down to sit on the couch for you know, six, seven hours a day and watch three movies. Right. I think that's where we definitely differ. I always get, like, I always feel like I have to be doing something. Mm -hmm. Or, like, when you're playing video games, you can always, like, improve upon yourself while playing it. And in movies, you can improve upon it by, like, just remembering things and, like, trivia and and, uh, Yeah, certain movies you really like them, you can kind of go back and they always say, oh, I noticed this the second time I watched it and the third time I watched it. I'm one of those people that would love to sit down, like, once a week and watch Lord of the Rings Mm -hmm. trilogy. Uh, 
instead of like putting in one of these like yeah. instead of watching Ready Player One. Yep. Because I know I enjoy it and I know I love it. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Getting better though. You're getting better. We're both we're both learning a lot. So I geeked out, out about the Oscars for the past couple weeks. Now I will play video games with you. Ooh. I'm going to play Apex. Actually, you know what we're gonna do? We're going to be very bad. We're gonna get uh, MLB the Show when okay. it comes out. I'll do that. We're gonna do some tournaments. I used to I used such. to I used to rock that game back yeah. in the day. Yeah, it's I used fun. to set my team and cheat the system. We're gonna have to get it on Xbox and PlayStation Four though. Timo Perez, baby. Right, Tom. Awesome. He Great. said yes. Dad you said yes. It. We got him. That's a that's a verbal contract. We can take <laughs> it to court if he says no now. That's it for the show. Thank you, Shawnee. No, thank You're you. You're a good man. I know. I'm a good man. Mm-hmm. I'm better than you. No, no, no. You got no, the no. bigger nose. I'm... You do. Okay. You know what they say about men with big noses? Huge hearts. No, they just sneeze harder. <laughs> that's fair. That's actually not untrue my dad sneezes it sounds like hurricane katrina it's like jesus christ what happened um does he sneeze for three weeks pretty much he's he's got a loud sneeze that is all of new orleans yelling him back yeah essentially drew Brees is like what the hell buddy um okay let's go in a super bowl let's go in a super bowl (laughs) that's it that's the show congratulations to everybody Uh, if you watched the oscars if you made it through it we got through it hopefully next year's will be even better than this year's all the winners you guys and gals, we'll best. be there. We'll be there. One day we're going to be there. We're going to host next year. Mm-hmm. That's how it's going to happen. Start the start the Patreon now. Mm-hmm. And that's the show. God bless. My name's Luke Chaconis. My name's Sean Young. And you've been listening to the Unemployed Guys Podcast. Make sure you get a job.